Aloha, everybody. This is Q the Abolitionist. And this is Crypto Gumbo. Aloha. And, and you are listening to episode 24 of Unshackled Liberty. Yeah. <laughs> So, hey, man, so um, I wanted to talk to you. We've got a couple of things, everybody. We've got a couple of things we're going to be talking about today. Uh, first things first, I think we're going to talk a little bit about we have a couple of churches, a couple of pastors out there that are going to be suing their governor um, about uh, being able to go to church. And, As they and should. Access, and access to all that stuff. Yeah, man. And then after that, I think we're going to talk a little bit about um, just the riots that are going on. Kind of started out in Minneapolis and then and then has spread to several different mm-hmm. cities around the country. So. Um, I think we'll end with that. We'll start with the church thing. What do you think, Gumbo? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Right on. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'm just going to, obviously, this is all editorial, and these are all based on my opinions. I'm going to start with my opinion, and then, Gumbo, you can, you can uh, you know, crush me if you want with yours. But uh, i got to be honest. I'm, I'm generally um, – well, here's a disclaimer. Before I go into my whole opinion, I want everybody to know, all my Christian brothers and sisters that might be listening, um, what I'm about to say is with, is with love. Um, and individually, I know that we all have to kind of operate in the world that we live in. Um, but I'll just say this in general, as far as Christendom goes, as far as the general body of Christ and Christians in, in, in general, uh, I'm pretty disappointed in the overall reaction um, that we've seen with these various stay at home orders. What I've heard is, a, is, you know, in that, in that, uh, the governor of your various states out there will say, "Hey, you got to stay home," and and then what happens is they lock down our churches, and we don't we can't go to church, and we're just kind of okay with it. And then the few churches that that do try to push the issue and and stay open or have service, um, they're kind of bastardized in the media, and I don't see a lot of Christians standing up for these these men who are trying to tend to their flock, so to speak. Um, what do you think about that, Gumbo? So I'm, I'm, I'm with you, and uh, I, that ties into a conversation that we had. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. God has provided everything for us. Exactly. He's, he's given us shelter, food, safety, and that's, that's to varying degrees depending on where you're at in life and where you're at in the world. Yep. And uh, there's a lot of bad stuff happening in the world, but there's also a lot of good stuff happening in the world too. But the thing is, God has provided everything for you. Yeah. And there has to be a point where you as an individual, you as a man, you have to do things for yourself as well. You know what I mean? Yes. So churches were deemed essential to open much later in in this in this theater that's happening right now, right? Yeah. So so you can go buy a bottle of booze or you can go to something that really isn't essential, but you couldn't go to church and worship your God. Exactly. You know what I mean? And there's but- there's a yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so on that note, and, and, and this, these people who, who will sit back and, and be kind of okay with, with these directions and follow these orders uh, will also sit back and pretend that their constitution means something. Um, you know, if, you know we've, heard, we've heard me say before, I'm not a big fan of the constitution. Yeah. And, uh, however, the very first amendment in the constitution deals with the, uh, you know, deals with, with the right to congregate, go to church, right, to worship as you see fit, you know. And there's not, there's not a clause in that constitution that says, except for time of pandemic or except for time of national emergency or except for time of this or except for time of that. Right. 
it, it says, it says Congress shall make no law, right? Mm-hmm. Re, you know, respecting the establishment of a, of, of a religion or the free practice thereof. I wish I had it open. I, I can't believe as we're sitting here talking about, it, I don't have that open, but, but these you people, can find it, but, but, will, but uh, yeah. so, so here's the thing, like, let, so let's say there is a pandemic that's spreading across the world and the governments and the elitists and the, and the controllers and the powers that be decide that we're going to shut everything down so that we can, uh, you know, keep this from spreading and keep a relapse from happening. But guess what, man, if you have any sense and you're viewing the numbers, it's not, it's not reflecting what's accurately happening. So basically what you've got is you, you have a bunch of overlords that decided to shut the world down based off of weak numbers. Like, yes, I know COVID-19 is real. Yes. I know people have been dying. I don't like that. I don't think it's cool. But guess what? Every, all these people had pre-existing conditions. I, I seen in, in the news last week, um, the, I forget the name, some astronaut's wife, she, she got COVID-19 and she passed away. God rest her soul. But guess what? She was 100 years old. I know. I, know. I mean, come on, man. Like, yeah. where's the sense in all this? How, how, is, uh, how can you shut the world down based off of something with such weak numbers? Exactly. And then, you know, and then, the, the, I want to focus on the Christians here specifically because of, because of church and because the, you know, the expectation is, you know, you know what a church is, right? A church comes from the, from the Greek word ecclesia, right? Which means called out assembly. Church means assembly. Church means mm-hmm. coming together as one body, yeah, right? Not and the building, not, not the, the building. It, yeah. Yeah, church is not the building. The building is the building. Church is the body of believers, right? Or also, also known as the body of Christ. Um, so you can't, I mean, you can technically have a preacher online streaming and you can watch it and you can learn something from it. But I would say that does not fit the definition of church. Okay. Cause that's not a called out assembly. Right. So people say, Oh, you can have church online. Well, no, functionally you can't. Well, you can worship God anytime. Absolutely. You know, you can worship God anywhere, right? You can worship God in all of his creation and all of the things that you have going on around you. You can see God you know, I surf, right? I mean, I don't surf big waves anymore, but I surf. And one of the funny things that we used to say in, in the lineup is there are no atheists in the, in the impact zone. Because when you're out there and the big waves are rolling, man, you see the power of God in the ocean. And you can see yeah. it, all right? And that's, that's one act of worship. But you know what it is not? It's not church. That's not a called out assembly. You're not meeting for the express purpose of worshiping God. And, and, and to care for each other's needs, right? So um, for, the, for the government to shut down access to the church and for the Christians to just kind of go along with it, I, I feel like that's kind of, that's weak, dude. I, I'm pretty disappointed um, in that. And, and I've heard a lot of people talk about the Romans 13 argument. And the Romans 13 argument is, um, you know, where, where it's, a, in my opinion, often misused uh, chapter in Romans where it says to, uh, follow basically the 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 authority placed in over you and and um you remember whenever we were having lunch that one day and i threw that in your face trolling you a little bit yeah a little bit you got me yeah. <laughs> you got me all worked up but but i i've always looked at romans 13 with with i don't think it's often in, interpreted um i don't want to you know i'm not a pastor so i got to be careful how i say this but well we're not preaching we're just yeah, talking about stuff yeah, you know the, yeah. this is not this is not a we're not, we're not, yeah. we're not having a sermon here. And we're this just, is not, yeah, I'm not trying to be preaching. Neither one of us are preachers. So yeah, but you guys can look up Romans 13. You can see what it says, but imagine for a moment, um, reading all of that and then thinking that that applies to, here we go. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. 
thinking that that applies to like Hitler, Stalin, Mao, some of the worst leaders in, mm-hmm. in, in all of history, right? That God had ordained those people that we were to follow those people because they were placed in position over us, right? That's not, I don't think that's the accurate um, interpretation of that passage of scripture. And then to think about the American revolution, right? So by that following that, that passage of scripture, we never should have revolted. We should have continued to just be a colony of England. We should still be part of the crown. Well, right? well you know, so this may, this may be wrong, but so I had another conversation today, this morning with another okay. brother in Christ. Yep. And we were talking about, you know, all these kids that are upset because of what's happening, what happened in Minneapolis as they should be, as yep. every human being should be upset. But, uh, we're talking about, you know, this, this particular person was upset. He's like, why are these kids tearing down these buildings? And I, and I stopped him and I said, I, I'm not going to be out in the streets tearing down buildings if I'm going to start protesting, if I'm going to start, you know what I mean? But yeah. I, I, I was trying to show him, I'm like, look, I may or may not agree with that type of uh, reaction, but they're tearing down the wrong buildings. If you're really going to make a difference and protest out in the streets and that's, that's your method, there's other buildings that you can tear down. I don't think the targets in the, in the auto zones is, is a good target. Uh, target, target, got it. But you know what I'm saying? They're tearing down the wrong buildings. I'm not saying go tear down buildings. I, I'm not going to do that. I'm not even necessarily for that. Is that a form of anarchy? Sure. But what, what buildings would you be into tearing down if you were going to do it? Well, there's, there's, there's some <laughs> other buildings that are very important that taxpayers have paid for. And, uh, I'm just saying, if you're going to tear down buildings, which I'm not saying, go do that. But if you're going to do it, do it right. You're walking That's that line. I'm, you're, I'm trying to get you off that line. That's so funny. But yeah. what I'm saying is, if I had a shop on that strip and people were tearing buildings down around me and I put my life savings into this shop as a business, as an extension of my manhood, as, uh, uh, that's how <laughs> I hear my family. And somebody comes up in my store now this, I'm just being honest with you, right or wrong. I'm going to light them up, man. You, you ever heard the I, term, you ever heard the term rooftop Koreans? Yeah. Well, you know, that's you what I'm saying. Where, you remember where what that comes you, from? Where does it come from? Remember the, uh, the, the LA riots in 92? Yeah. 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 And you had all the Koreans up on rooftops with guns. Yeah, protected, protecting just, their, just, just taking shots. Hey, don't come close, man. That's, that's a, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. And I would the, hate the, the, I, I, I say the term rooftop Koreans with absolute respect. I don't mean anything yeah. derogatory by that because these guys, they, uh, yeah, they protected their business, yeah. man. And then, and then again, I, this ties into my background. So, so I think guns are normal. I think everyone oh, yeah. should own, own guns. Uh, that's just because I'm from a small town in Louisiana and that's how it is. And that's what I was raised around. And I kind of get weird whenever I'm around a bunch of people who are totally against guns and don't own guns and don't want to be around guns. I, I don't understand that because I've always been around them. But what I'm yeah. saying is back where I'm from, if you stroll into a business and you start vandalizing it, you might get popped. You might get, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying that you oh, just yeah. don't do well, that. I mean, an armed society is a very respectful society is exactly. what I'm getting at. Exactly. And if somebody come in my store, <laughs> they're going to get something that they're not going to, they're gonna. They're not gonna like it. They might be. It might be salt rock, you know. But they're not gonna <laughs> like it. <laughs> that's uh. That's that's true. Um. I, I feel like I feel like we're kind of getting on the other other topic a little early right now. You know, but but you're right. Sorry. No, you're good, dude. You, the uh, you said something I completely hundred percent agree with, and that an armed society is a polite society, and 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 the truth of the matter is, you know, you got these people out there who are afraid of 
afraid of guns, but if everybody's carrying, or you just assume that everybody's carrying, you're just not going to, it's just not going to get, you're not going to take it to that next level because, you know, you're not going to start trouble, you know, like if you, if you just assume everybody's packing heat, you're not going to go rob that liquor store, right? You're not going to go loot that place. Right. But I want to get back onto uh, what we're talking about with, um, with the Christians and, and the responses. I feel like as, as a Christian, I feel like we miss a great opportunity to, to kind of, you know, honor our history a little bit. You know, you remember Christianity, the first century specifically, they were hunted. They were scattered, right? The first century Christians, you know, they're being persecuted right they now were. and getting their heads cut off right oh, yeah. now. If present you, day. Yeah. But right. We don't, we don't realize that because we live in people want to rag on America and think things are so bad here, but guess what? People are getting their heads sawed off. Oh, dude. Because they're Christians right now today. Yeah. You got, that's a, that's a thing, you know, various parts of the world, right? Like uh, we, we support missionaries in China. Um, and when we get letters back from these missionaries in China, it's, it's, it's fascinating the way they write the letters. They don't use names. They use code. They're very cryptic in the way they describe what's going on there because it's illegal. They are underground. There is an underground church in China and it's flourishing and it's against the law. It's, it's mm-hmm. in stark opposition to the state, right? Um, they are, they are gathering. They are a called out assembly. They are having church, right? And it is against the law and they're doing it. And we support those people. So I feel like yeah, if you, yeah. if, if you're a Christian and you support Christian missionaries around the world and you were just kind of okay staying at home and you didn't, you didn't feel like you were, you're, you know, should have pushed it a little bit more and, and gone. I, I kind of want to, I want to encourage you to question why that is and to, and to look inside and don't, don't talk to me about Romans 13. That's not, that's not an accurate, you can't use that. That's wrong. So th- these people yeah. are gathering uh, in opposition to the state there. Yeah. Yeah. China, yeah. You don't want to be pulled into the alley by those police officers. No. Because you're no. not coming back. Yeah. That's you know? true. And these people are still going out. They're on fire. You know what I mean? They have which it's heavy, I know, but I think I think we're docile, spoiled, and unappreciative in America. I agree. That's what I think. I agree. And, and, I, and I, I'm ju- I'm as much to blame as any other person. Oh, I'm not standing but, on a high horse when no. I say this, right? Like, like I'm not on a pedestal. I didn't go to church. I, we have a, we have a friend who opened up his church. I think we talked about it here. I, you know, we talked about it on the show. I'll, I'll give his name again. Raf Soto, Pastor Raf Soto mm-hmm. for Kai Point Baptist Church, opened up his church like a full month and some change, like before we were allowed to go back to church, and he caught heat for that, man. I, I went there one time on one service, the first service back, and, and that's not my church. That's not where I go. But um, I went there to, to support him because he was, I thought, doing the right thing. And I wanted to make sure that he, that he had my support, bro. He caught so much heat. Uh, he, all the quarantine Karens. Are attacking oh, all, yeah, all the quarantine Karens. We just, they came out of the woodwork. And uh, his name was dragged through the mud on, on Facebook. All the Karens were coming after him. And he was following his, his conviction. And he's a pastor and he kind of had the same level of conviction that I did in that re- regard and said, you know what, it's, we've gone far enough. This is too much. It's time to get back into church. And, uh, he, he did that and, and he got heat for it from, from other pastors on, not just, not just the, the, the mouthy, you know, Karens out there, other pastors, other pastors in, in this state, you know, um, let them have it, told them it was a bad idea, you know, shamed him basically. And, uh, and that was kind of a, a, an issue that he, that he had to work through. 
And, you yeah. know, thankfully, of course, you know, I don't want to dwell too much. We're all back in church now. We got church. We had church last week. We got church tomorrow. Um, you nursery's know, open, baby. Yeah, nursery's open. <laughs> Sunday schools are open. Of course, there's the whole, like, you know, uh, rightly so, the private industry. Um, I shouldn't say private industry. It makes it sound like a business. But, but the private organization of the church has asked us to continue to wear a face mask and maintain, you know, safe distance and stuff. So there's not going to be a lot of handshaking and hugging and all that stuff that comes into a Baptist church that you're used to. But uh, um, we're still going to have some good preaching. We're still going to be with our brothers and sisters in, 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 in that building. So that's good. It's funny how the, um, the power of authority makes it so hard to do something that's a God-given right. It is. And, 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 not, a, and not just a right. I mean, we, were, we are directed. I mean, Hebrews 10.25 says, forsaking, not forsaking our own assembling together as the habit of manner of of some is, uh, I got I messed that all up, but encouraging one another. Um, and all the more, as you see the day drawing near. So not forsaking our own assembling together. Okay. We need to be assembling together. Right. And you know what, um, if you think things are bad now, th- this isn't even bad. This no, is, not. this is just a, the tip of the iceberg yeah. of what, what's going to be in the future. What's coming as far as like oppression and prosecution or what it was the word is, I messed that up. Uh, Persecution, persecution, persecution. Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna prosecute you. I'm gonna prosecute. <laughs> are you a lawyer now? Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, we we are we are directed, we are instructed to be in church. We are instructed to assemble together. That's an expectation. If you're a Christian and you're not in church, I mean, again, I'm not. I'm not. Man, I gotta be careful how I say this. I don't want to be on. So listen, I'm just talking. Hey, you can get mad at me if you want, but this is what the Bible says, right? So if you're a Christian and you're not in church, that, there's a problem with that that there's a problem you need to be in church and uh i don't know and i'm not i'm not perfect i guess there's a, there's there's plenty there's a laundry list of things that i do wrong so when i sit here and say this stuff it's not like i'm trying to um oh yeah that, yeah I, it's a it's a daily battle yeah. it's a day a moment to moment at times as i've said before yeah on, so uh, i screwed that verse up because because i was trying to remember it and and so i looked it up specifically it says not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as a manner of some is but exhorting one another and so the much more as you see the day approaching. Okay, so that's that's a that's an expectation in the Bible. We need to be in church. Okay, and that's because the church is the is the called out assembly. We are to reach and meet together. Um, and the government is not above God. Okay, uh, I want as a I matter want, of fact, it's the other way around. It's the other way around. And, and he'll fact, figure right. <laughs> yeah. So there's a few things that you'll not hear Jesus say when you read the Bible. Well, here, I guess you, there's a few things you won't read the word in the words of Christ, right? In the Bible, you won't read him. You won't read anything where he says, make sure you vote for your next ruler. Okay. Mm-hmm. You won't hear him or read him say anything like, make sure you appeal to the authority of the government before you minister to your brothers and sisters. Right. You won't see, I mean, God, you know, God exists outside of government. Jesus himself said that he, that, that his kingdom is not of this world. Right. So yeah. if you're a Christian, you're, you're a, you're a citizen of a kingdom that is not of this world. Your kingdom that you're a citizen of exists outside of the government and is not, and is not like submissive to the government. It does, it shouldn't stand yeah. in submission to, to the government, especially considering how evil the people in, in these government positions can be. Okay. Yeah. I, I've, I've heard many different, uh, many different people. A lot of, a lot of my, my Christian brothers throughout the years say, say this, that I don't, I wouldn't say they coined the term, but I've, cause I've heard it a lot, but it's basically, 
uh, a ship is supposed to be at sea, but water is not supposed to be in the ship, Correct. which is like us. We yeah. are in the world, but we are not to be of the world. And that's right. hard. It's hard yeah. enough to get up and with twins and kids and, 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 and go to church and, and do what you're supposed to, supposed to do. And, you know, your, your own mind is a, a lot of times attacking you. You know what I mean? Cause, but you just gotta, so it, given the light of the situation and everything that's going on right now in the world, it's already hard enough. And then you have your controllers telling you, Oh, that's not essential. You can't go do that. Yeah. You know, and we so, just, and we just, and, and, you know, the Christian man in, 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 I am, I'm so sad to say it. Uh, and I, we're supposed to be warriors, man. You know, yeah. like, like not, not violent and, aggressive for the sake of being violent and aggressive we're supposed to be peaceful but you know you know what it takes to be peaceful like first you have to be capable of violence right you have Mm -hmm. to be capable of violence and then you need to make that decision to be peaceful yeah so think about it yeah I i know that you've seen and done some things that you had to do because it was your job yeah right back back whenever you were active duty right yeah you had to be violent at times but that might that might have tamed you a little bit like you know that you can be violent but you choose to not be violent correct unless it's the only option well think about i mean we one of the words for christ is a prince of peace right um yeah he's he's all powerful he created this whole thing man he's he has all the capacity for violence in the world righteous violence he's god but he chooses to be peaceful that's peace do you Mm -hmm. know what it is when you're not even capable of violence you're not peaceful. You're harmless. Yeah. That's not peace. That's weakness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And our, you know, I go back to the American revolution, you know, the, the revolutionary Americans, uh, many of whom were Christians, right. They revolted against the crown and nobody said anything about Romans 13. Right. I've seen a tweet from a guy that we frequent in the frat. I think yeah. it was Jared. I think it was mongoose. Yeah. I think he, he, he put a tweet out there that really hit me and I thought it was fantastic. He said, I love America but I don't like what the government's doing. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, he said it in another, in another way, but anyway, I really identify He's with pretty that. pretty colorful with his language. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's true. Like, um, I like that. Like even, even in like the anarchy and the libertarian, uh, communities, you got a guy saying, Hey, I'm an anti-war vet and I love America, but I do not like what the government has done and what the government's doing. Yeah. And I would say if you're a Christian, you probably shouldn't like it either. Exactly. Well, actually, you don't even have to be a Christian to not yeah. like it. But yeah, but particularly if you're a Christian, because we have we have yeah. examples history throughout history, um, examples of Christians standing in opposition to their government when their government over over oversteps its bounds, and and I go right back to those first century Christians. They were hunted. They were scattered. Many died a martyr's death simply because they refused to let the state tell them how to worship. Right. You know, if you look at the death of Christ, there's plenty of there's plenty of blame to go around for the death of Christ. Christ mm-hmm. died on the cross. First and foremost, because I'm a sinner, right? And and he died to save me from my sins, right? And and I think every Christian should be able to say that. Put the finger on you. You put past, Christ, present, and future yeah. sins. Yeah, you you put Christ on that cross if you're a Christian, right? I put Christ on that cross by my sins. Now, physically, he was killed by the state. Yeah, killed by the care. state, and he was killed by the religious establishment of the time, the Pharisees, the Jewish Pharisees, right? So they were, they were all in cahoots together, right? Yeah. So, so he had to die 
so that I could be saved, right? And all of us, right? And if you, if you believe that, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, if you're a Christian. But it was the state that killed him. Mm-hmm. An innocent man. And they knew he was innocent. Yeah. I mean, Pontius Pilate said himself, he finds no fault in this man. Mm-hmm. But he condemned him to die anyway. Okay. So right from the beginning, I mean, if you're he a Baptist. He was just doing his job. <laughs> if you're a Baptist, like I'm a Baptist, you're a Baptist, right? Yeah. And there's a lot of different flavors of Christianity out there. So this isn't a shot at anybody necessarily, right? But, but uh, you know, we trace our spiritual lineage back to John the Baptist, right? What happened mm-hmm. to John the Baptist? He was beheaded. He had his head cut off because he stood in opposition to the government. He didn't like what the government was doing. He didn't like what the governor was doing. And he called them out on their baloney and they didn't like it. So they cut his head off on a silver platter. That's where we get that term. Bring it to me on a silver platter. Yeah. They brought John the Baptist's head to the governor at the time on a silver platter. That's where we get that term. Okay. And if if you trace your spiritual lineage back to John the Baptist, clearly, look, I'm white. I'm not Hebrew, right? Like I'm not talking about my, my, I'm not talking about my DNA or my ancestral lineage, lineage. I'm just talking about my belief structure. If you trace that back to John the Baptist, you trace that back to Christ, you trace that back to Paul, one of the greatest missionaries in the history of the world, right? Mm -hmm. Wrote most, wrote most of the new Testament. You trace that back to any of the, any of the apostles and any of the first century Christians. You wouldn't be a Christian today if it wasn't for any of those guys. Right. Like, and they, like, and they yeah. all lived outside of the law. All of them. Yeah. Do, do you know how much blood has been shed throughout, throughout history just so we can have that Bible yeah. this, right now? Yeah. Just so we get the Bible. Yeah. Just, and, there, there's people who have died for that book and lots innumerable and not mm-hmm. just, not just in the days of old doing it right now. Yep. You know, people who are smuggling those, that Bible across the border into North Korea are risking life and limb. People who are smuggling that border into places there where it's illegal, they're, they're risking their, their own freedom for that, right? People are still living like that. And here we are in America. The governor, Governor Ige of Honolulu, says you can't go to church. And we all just go, oh, I guess I'm not going to go to church. Yeah. Right? That's, I'm, sorry if that, that, I'm sorry if that doesn't sound right on the – on you, you, like, you sounded like Kermit, man. Well, dude, come on. I mean, like I feel like – I don't want to yeah. get all worked up, dude. I don't want to lose it, but – but uh, the, the truth of the matter is, I've said that a hundred times, the truth of the matter. But dude, I'm ashamed of us. I'm ashamed of how we handled this. And, and I, I want to, this is just my own personal challenge for the, any of the Christians that are out there listening. I, I challenge you to maybe, maybe we shouldn't let this happen again. I'm not saying go out and load up and start taking shots at elected officials. That's, um, this is not a call to violent action right? this is, anyway. at, in, in any way, shape or form. This is a this is a wake up call to the Christians out there. Maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit of uh, you know, civil disobedience is in order. You know, a lot of the world has changed. I mean, even outside of Christianity, you know, um, civil disobedience. You know, Gandhi was famous for that. He was constantly, you know, on a hunger strike, constantly trying to draw the attention of the world onto what the crown of England was doing to the people of India. Mm-hmm. Right, constantly. And, and we can take a, we can take a page out of his book. Yeah. I know he's not a Christian, but we can take a page out of his book. A little civil, yeah, a little civil disobedience (laughs) never, you know, maybe a time for that. Okay. And I, and we have a couple of churches I want to talk about. Um, with regard to this is the, uh, the solid rock Baptist church in, in Berlin, New Jersey. Now, 
Uh, you guys heard um, Pastor Rob Deverell uh, on here not too long ago talk about the uh, the um, the what what do we call it? The protected word of God, or how did I, don't, I forget the name of that art or the name of that episode? But he talked about God's word and how how we know that it's true, right? And how we know that it's preserved. Yeah. Um, well, that's his home church. That's where he comes from. Rock Solid Rock Baptist Church in in Berlin, New Jersey. And uh, so there's two pastors there. Um, actually, two there's two diff, there's two churches that have been holding in person services against the uh, their governor's orders, and one of them specifically um is uh is suing it's pastor charles clark uh that he plans on suing the governor okay um for violation of of his of their first amendment rights i think that's great you know i don't know where that's going to go i i generally i i'm pretty skeptical when you try and sue the government in a government court even though that he's actually suing the governor not, not it was the ep- episode 18 the preserved word of god is that what it was? Okay, yeah. good. So, you know, so that's his home church back there in New, in New Jersey. And uh, um, they're, they're standing in opposition to their state. They're having church service. There's another one, Northwest Bible Baptist Church in Elgin, Illinois. Okay. Pastor Keith Gomez is talking about a lawsuit. They did have services reopened. They, had, they were forced to close a couple of times. They tried to open a few times and were forced to close. Um, but they did have services open up last week, uh, May 24th. And so they, so I assume they're having services again tomorrow. And I assume, I mean, I, I read some stuff on, you know, we'll leave you some notes, some links in the show note page so you can look this up yourself, but uh, I've not seen anything that would suggest that they're not going to be open tomorrow. Um, and now this, this, when I say tomorrow, I'm talking about Sunday, May 31st. So whenever this releases or whenever you listen to this, we're recording this on Saturday, May 30th. So I, I expect those churches to be open and they're going to be taking it. They're going to be taking it to court. I'm, I'm interested in seeing how this goes. Um, yeah. I'm not optimistic. Again, I feel like, you know, how are you going to generally the government sides with the government in court, right? You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine that, you know, in a government court, the government sides with the government. So, but uh, I'm, I'm interested in seeing how that works out. Um, but what's our recourse, right? Our recourse is, is, is civil disobedience. You want to go to church, go to church, be there, minister to the body of Christ. Okay. Preventing the gathering together, the body of Christ made it um, unlawful for us to accomplish the mission of the church. It made it illegal to accomplish the mission of the church. What's the mission of the church to reach the lost. Right. Yeah. And I think, I think, I think that our, our conversation right now might be slightly different if this whole pandemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, was actually a little bit more legitimate than it actually is. Yeah. Like it's well, almost like you're getting sloppy guys. Like you couldn't even, you couldn't even make the numbers right. I mean, everybody can see through it. At least those with their eyes open can see through what's going on. You know what? You know what? I, it is constantly astounding. I'm a well. I don't know if astounding is the right word. I'm constantly amazed when we find out that the numbers are wrong, mm-hmm. and not From just not us. just not just any not just any numbers, right? Or not not just I'm sorry, not just this coronavirus stuff, but like any time. You know, this is the listen. Hey, government guy who might be listening, you over there. This is the age of information. We're going to get the information. Mm-hmm. You can only hide the truth for so long. There are too many ways to find out the truth. 
So when you pimp these wrong numbers and we find out that you're pimping wrong numbers, what amazes me is that you're still stupid enough to pimp wrong numbers. Yeah. Okay. And I would say, I would say to those people out there who rely only on the mainstream media as their main news source, you need to find alternate means of collecting your data and research Absolutely. because you're not going to, I'm not saying everything that you see on TV is a lie. I'm saying a lot of everything that you see on TV is a lie. <laughs> so, and, and what's often true is they'll, they'll get just enough, just enough truth in there to, to make it believable. Yeah. It's right? truth mixed with lies for and sure. Then, and then you just kind of the rest, I mean, I, you know, we've said before the, 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 one of the more bastardized terms in, in the English language is conspiracy theory, but, but listen, we know there's a conspiracy out there. We know that this is a control mechanism. This mm-hmm. isn't, this isn't a secret. Um, and they've, and they've shut down the church for a long time, for, for two months. They had us, you know, we couldn't reach the lost. We couldn't minister to each other's needs because we couldn't be together in, in, in church. And I mean, the body of Christ, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 spells out what that is, right? So, we, are, so, so. we are supposed to be one unit of one, yeah. one team working together for the mission of Christ. Yeah, so, so there, there are words out there that are weaponized. One of them being conspiracy theorist is a weaponized word. Yeah. We've been indoctrinated and programmed and trained to react a certain way when we hear that term. Yeah. When I say, oh, that, that dude's for sure a conspiracy theorist. What happens in your brain? What you've been taught, indoctrinated, and programmed to do. Now, there are crazy people who have fantastical uh, theories, but that, that doesn't mean that everyone who has something. Conspiracies are real. I mean, obviously, look at history. They're yeah. real. Look real. at the coups that, that are happening. Look at, I mean, the, the winners of wars have written our histories. I mean, you, you got to know it's real. That doesn't mean that everyone pimping a conspiracy theory is legit. I'm just saying it's a weaponized word. There's many yeah. weaponized words yeah. today. So that's just one of them. So be, that's, be, yeah, be aware of that. That's interesting. And maybe, maybe one of these days we'll do an episode on that kind of stuff. We'll just yeah. kind of go down that rabbit hole. But, but uh, yeah, we, it doesn't take a genius to look around and know that there's something else going on. There's something different. It's not, and it's not new. There's, there's been this ulterior agenda for a long time. I mean, um, and I think, and I think one of the greatest things about the information age with the internet is that we can, we can get so much information from so many different sources. And yeah. And of course, uh, some of that stuff you got to take with a grain of salt because it's pretty far out there, but there, you know, the, if you just kind of work through it and figure it out, you gotta, you gotta learn, you gotta uh, train yourself how to figure out what is misinformation. What is disinformation? You know, what is the truth? Yeah. 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 So because you ain't, you ain't getting the whole truth and nothing but the truth from the mainstream media, baby. No, you're not. And, and there's been no government in the history of the world that hasn't um, tried to control its people through, through lies and misinformation. I mean, that's never not happened, right? Mm-hmm. That's never not happened. We could do a whole episode on black flags and what gets us, or not black flags, but false flags and what gets us into all these wars around the country, around the yeah. world. I mean, we don't have enough time to do it in this show. But if you just, just, yeah, just, just pick a war, pick one, right? Pick one. And, and then do a little bit of independent research and you'll see that it was probably started by some lie. As a matter of fact, if you have something that you want us to cover along these lines, send it to us and we'll yeah. look at it and we'll analyze it and we'll try to make a show about it because, yeah. you know, we're, the more we're, into the that, we're into that dumb stuff. Yeah. 
So yeah, yeah kind of dumb have, and I like that dumb stuff. Yeah, the, I guess this is a good time to talk about it too. If you have something cool that you want to send us, like if you're if you play the guitar and you and you, and you want to hear your music, uh, like a, you got a riff that you that you came up with and you want to hear it, send us the MP3, man. If it's good, we'll make it our intro song for a while. You know, Q, I mean, Q won't let Q won't let me use my riffs, but he wants you to use yours. <laughs> Our, so, our intro, our intro song so pour, is your riff, dude. Knock it pour off. Pour some yeah. salt into my veins, guys, and just bring, <laughs> just bring, bring it. Come hard. Oh, I mean, we can, we can mix it up. I mean, I guess this is a good time to talk joking, about it. Man. We can, we can mix it up. You have something cool you want to, you want to hear? You want to? We'll play it. We'll make it our intro song or our intro music for, you know, a couple episodes for and a then, time. Yeah, yeah, for a time, and then you know, maybe one or two or three shows, and we'll give you the credit for it. We'll let you know. We'll let everybody know whose whose song that is, or whose riff that is. I don't know. So let's, uh, Gumbo, let's take a break. And then, uh, and then when we come back, we'll shift into uh, to the other topic we, we want to talk about. So, um, is there anything else you wanted to bring up or talk about with regard to this this one specific thing? I think we we, we covered some good ground. So yeah, so it's so it's a challenge, Christians. Okay, I'm not talking about bringing up arms. No, I'm talking about civil disobedience. I'm talking about honoring God before the state. Um, that's what we're called to do. So with that, we'll take a break and uh, we'll be right back. All right. Aloha, everybody. This is Q the Abolitionist. I wanted to update you with what's going on with our Patreon account. Uh, we now have a new membership level called the Unshackled Liberty Patch Club. For $3 a month, we'll send you a custom-made Unshackled Liberty Podcast morale patch. This is an opportunity for you to show your support for our page and to help us create more content. All right. Hey, welcome back. We're back from our break. We're going to go ahead and shift some gears now. We're going to talk a little bit about this uh, George Floyd protest slash riot slash planned evolution from the deep state or whatever we're doing now. So yeah, what do you got but, on this, man? So after that happened, unfortunately, the, the things that took place um, that just started a domino effect. So now we're, we're uh, having George Floyd protest all over the United States. We're yeah. talking about Phoenix, Austin, Dallas, Louisville, Kansas City, Denver, Des Moines, Iowa, Minneapolis, Chicago, Detroit, Cincinnati, Boston, New York, Washington, Richmond, Atlanta, Portland, Eugene, Oakland, San Jose, Los Angeles. So people are, bro, people are pissed off. We're gonna have one today in Honolulu. Well, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, no. we are. We're gonna have one in yeah, Honolulu yeah, today. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so what happened, dude? What I mean, so this guy, this the the cop put you know puts his knee on this guy's neck. He dies. Horrible. I don't want to. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then. So what, then they, then they fire these cops, there's four of them, they fire them instantly, and it takes them three days before they finally bring one of them up on charges? Yeah, so some, some weird things about that video. Um, first of all, let's say that the video that we've seen and what happened actually happened. Okay. That sounds, that sounds weird because obviously everybody's seen it, so it's real. So we, and first of all, any... Any person that dies from, from that, from, from the way that went down, unacceptable. Unacceptable. I mean, you already have the guy apprehended. How many officers does it take to, to, to secure a man and get positive control? You already have him on the deck. You got, you got his hands tied behind his back, and you're going to put your knee into the back of his neck, and you got three other officers on your side, and then you got another officer that's, that's uh, you know, kind of keeping the crowd back. You got people talking to him. It's going back and forth. Chaotic, chaotic situation. Um, the man was obviously saying he couldn't breathe. He was being vocal about it. And then after some time passed, 
He's not talking anymore. He's out. Then you see him bring the stretcher out. They pick his lifeless body up and just kind of slump him over on, on the, on the, the, the gurney thing there. So at what point in your brain as a grown individual, did you think, Hey, it's probably, it would probably be better if I take my knee off the back of this man's neck. You know what I mean? Like I, I did detainee operations when I was active duty military. I had to go and frisk up some dudes before that were caged animals, oh, you know, man. but so I, I know what it's like to go into a small space and uh, take positive control of an individual and uh, put them on the deck. And so they don't hurt us or themselves or whatever's going on. So I know what that feels like. I know what that's like. And uh, what's that term in football? Unnecessary roughness. There's yeah. no point. Yeah. There's no point to, at, at a point. Just if, if you're in a, a position of authority and you have to go and apprehend a person, you don't just go punch a, a lady in the jaw and knock her out and lay her out. No. You, I yeah. mean, obviously you're there because there's a problem in the first place. So everybody's nerves is high, but the man, you know, I don't know. Am I, am I, am I making any sense? No, you are. And you said something that, that, you know, you were, you were, you did detainee operations in Guantanamo Bay, right? I don't know yeah. if you want, if you want to bring that up. That's um, okay. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we had this thing when we were in the military called the rules of engagement. Mm-hmm. before before you it was it was kind of a doctrine to to justify the escalation of force and at every point of the way you were checking to see if you can de-escalate right the yeah. the idea before you give this 19 20 year old kid a gun and training on how to use it in in a, in a lethal manner um, they needed to be able to understand that um, maybe they shouldn't use it in a lethal manner all the time right so there was a lot of things that had, you know, I don't remember what all those rules were. I'm kind of like low key trying to figure out what they, you know, remember what they were. I'm, I'm sure they've changed stuff. over the years too. I'm sure so. they have too. Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time, but, but basically you had to, somebody had to show intent um, to harm you. Right. And then, and the capacity to harm you, right. They had to have mm-hmm. a tool or something that could cause physical harm to you or somebody else and demonstrate that intent. Uh, before you could do, and and I'm sure there's a there's a ton of things I'm missing yeah. here. Yeah, well, well, even even whenever yeah. I was uh, I was at Gitmo and I was I was um, stationed there, we didn't even have guns. We had we had OC spray. We weren't we weren't allowed to have guns because of the political climate, because of all this stuff swirling around Guantanamo Bay, and and uh, so it's a political nightmare. So I don't even I never even use my OC spray. You don't have to because you know, but I'm saying even even. So I didn't even have a gun, but if you have to go and for the person's safety and your own safety, yeah, there's rules of engagement and we had our rules and, you know, it's been, it's been a long time. So I don't really have them in my memory anymore. I data dumped all that stuff. So but, what, what would happen, what would happen to you if you violated the rules of engagement? If you, if you initiated, uh, you know, deadly force, without without meeting all the oh, requirements dude, you're, yeah. you're done you're done yeah you're host. yeah forget and, it and, and you know what uh to be honest the the detainees have more rights than the actual active duty serving yeah because it's always the enlisted guys who are going in and tending to that kind of stuff but if you screw up even if it's slightly not your fault you're done man you're done so and american say done, captain's mass you're going to get demoted you're going to get busted down you might get sent home and kicked out. You know what I mean? You so, might even get jail time. 
right? Yeah, you might, you might, you might go even to the go, brig. you're yep. probably going to go to prison yourself. Like, yeah. and especially in a hot zone, right? You were in a detainee um, environment where you had, we functionally had prisoners that you had to, had to maintain control mm-hmm. over, right? Insurgents and whatnot. They were, they yeah. were in the wire. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Packed up, picked up from, you know, the combat various, field. Var- various fields of, of, mm-hmm. you know, hostility. Right. So, um, but the guys downrange, the guys that are in country shot at returning fire, um, they also have to follow these rules of engagement and, and their, and their enforcement of those rules are just as bad. If they violate these rules of engagement, they kill somebody, um, who was, a, you know, an unjustified kill, right. Um, they're faced with some serious, serious problems. I mean, they're going to jail. Like these guys are being faced with significant issues. Like their life is over as they know it. Yeah. But you I know mean, what you happens? Got- happens. And the reason I bring that up is this is our, this is our military. These are kids in a war zone, 19, 20 year old kids. Um, with like legit people shooting at them, things blowing yeah, dude, up around them all the time. What are you going to do time. if you're taking yeah. fire, man? Yeah. You're going to shoot yeah. back. I no, mean, why wouldn't? And, and justified, right? Like I get it. Like, but so I draw that parallel. Like this is in a foreign land against hostile targets. Mm-hmm. We have rules before we can squeeze that trigger in anger. Right. Yeah. And yeah. these rules have got to be followed. Do you know what a cop has to do to shoot your dog? Or pull you, his gun out and pull his trigger. Pull his gun out, squeeze, <laughs> yeah. right? And say, I feared for my life. That's, you know, you, you, can't, you know, so, so like here in the land of the free and home of the brave, a cop just has to fear for his life. Two things. One, if you're, if you're fear, if you fear for your life that much, get a different job. Yeah. Maybe you're not cut out to be a cop, right? And, and two, you know, you don't have the right to not be afraid. Like, People are afraid all the time. It doesn't justify killing somebody else. Like your fear may not be a rational reason to pull the trigger. You might have something wrong with you that makes you scared. Sorry, you don't get to kill somebody just because you're scared. Right. And, and, but yeah. that's, but now these guys, they get, a, they get a slap on the wrist and they get maybe some paid vacation. They get a psyche eval. And next thing you know, they got their gun and their badge back. And if not for that agency, some other agency in the country's picked them up. Um, or, or their union fights it and they get back pay right? Or whatever. I don't know, man. But here's a guy, here's a guy who's on the ground with a knee in his throat and plain as day, the video shows that, uh, that this is, that this is what's going on. And, and he's killed. So here's, I don't like that, 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 that in itself is horrible. 1000 people a year die. It disgusts me. Right. But another thing too, it's interesting how things like this is used to stir up such a, um, a, a racial, the racial tension and i like if you were to bring the numbers up the statistical numbers um go ahead and bring that up one day whenever you're scrolling and surfing the interwebs bring up the statistics it's hard to find that information remember we had pete on not too long ago we tried to talk about that it's hard to they're real good about i mean i'll tell you what love them or hate them and and i certainly have my issues with them but 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 black lives matter does a pretty good job of keeping the statistics up on on, on how many black people are killed by cops. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and yeah. okay. That's, that's, that's their political angle. Like I said, I certainly have my issues with them, but they do a pretty good job of keeping their statistics up to speed. Um, you know, who doesn't, who there aren't a lot of good statistics on everybody else. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Um, the overall stats trend in the direction of a thousand people, a thousand Americans a year are killed by law enforcement officers now. Okay. A thousand people a year are killed by cops. Let's be honest. Let's, I want to maintain some level of integrity here. Some of those dudes are probably in the middle of doing some sort of violent crime and frankly deserve to be shot. 
right? Yeah. yeah. I, you know, you, 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 you can't discount that. Okay. That's, that's a truth that we live with. Some of those dudes probably were in the process of doing some sort of violent thing to somebody else and, and deserve to be, you know, for the situation they were in to be neutralized. Yeah. I mean, right? and, but, but then you have a guy on a deck with mm-hmm. four cops around and cameras rolling and they crush him. Yeah, there's another there's another yeah. video circulating right now, where where you got some some authorities that's got they got a person on the ground, they're cuffing him. There's another kid off in the distance in the hall in a long hallway, he's on his face. They say, "Get up, put your hands in the air, cross your legs, crawl towards me," and he deviates from the rules. Dude lights him up, cack, 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 cack. drops the kid. Could you imagine I mean, if you were if you were you know maybe. Some and a lot of these guys are they're drunk or whatnot, and this isn't like uh, you know I'm not trying to like justify being inebriated, but you know if you're not under the influence of something, whether it be a legal substance or an illegal substance, it's going to be hard to follow instructions. Like if I'm if you're yelling at me of and course. you have a gun in my face and I'm trying to figure it out and I'm stone cold sober, which I I, I you know which I basically always am, mm-hmm. um, I might have a hard time understanding the directions, especially if you've got two or three people yelling at you. And maybe yeah. those directions are, you know, contradictory, right? You know, and, you know, get on your face, show us your hands. How hard yeah. is it to get yeah. on the ground and show me your hands? Hands out, time? palms up, legs yeah. crossed, legs yeah. up. You know, that's, yeah. yeah. All yeah. these things. And it's you're stressful. Like trying to keep, yeah. It's stressful for the guy. And then if you move in a manner that they can say is, you know, threatening or something, maybe you just had a confusion. You're gone, bro. Lights out. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's, that's a thing. We see that all the time. And, and I tell you what, I'm I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I mean, yeah, it's, I, it's I'm I'm sick of seeing it. I'm sick of it happening. And uh, you know, okay, I'm a libertarian. I get it. I'm not a big fan of cops, right? And that's and that's cops, the corporate cops. That's the that's the uh, that's not an individual. People are people, and I and I know people who are cops. And yeah. that doesn't mean that every cop in the world is is an evil person, right? But I don't know every cop in the world. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I mean, and neither do you, and neither does anybody. Um, but I'll tell you what, the institution, the institution needs a little, you know, needs a little tweaking. And if there are good cops and that's an if, right. And I'm sure there might be, I'm sure there should be. I mean, the the numbers suggest that there's at least a couple of them, but if you're really, if the, if the good cops are out there, clean up your house. Yeah. Right. Cause we know that you're, we know that there's enough bad cops out there that are giving you guys a bad name, right? Clean up your house. We're tired of it. If you want to be, if you want to be the good cop, be the good cop, clean up your house. Show us the transparency. Yeah. Stop back in the thin blue line when there's something wrong. Stop circling the wagons. Put that guy up on the stage. Show us what happened. Be honest. Yeah. Okay. A couple of, th- Stop a couple of things too that, that, that really, really get to me is, okay, the racial divide that these sort of things cause. Yeah. I get yeah. it. But what I don't think that the majority of people get is this is being used as a tool to leverage the peasants against the peasants. Yeah. Yeah. And the overlords, the, the, the elitist, the ones that are the ruling standing, class. Yeah. The, the, the ones that have the thousand yard stare that are looking down upon all of us. Of course they want us to be at odds with each other. Of course they do. It's easy to control. So what, what I think is happening is I think these, these sort of plans might be backfiring a little bit because you know, what's happening is they're going to start a war and whenever all, whenever all the, the different, um, what do you call them? All the different communities finally say, Hey, let's not point our guns at each other, but let's point them towards the ones that are killing us. Yeah. Let's point them to the common enemy. Yeah. Right. They're yeah. going to, 
they're, 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 they might start something, an avalanche, because they can't, yeah. they're, they're not ready for that. No. And if you, you can keep poking a bunch of docile, uh, lazy Americans that, you know, you can keep doing it, keep doing it. But at some point, at some point, they're going to be tired of it. Well, I'll tell you what, nice. I, I, I try to say this as often as possible. And, and I want us to remember this. If you're, if you're an American of any flavor, right? You are a descendant of rebellious people. Mm-hmm. Okay. One way or the other. Okay. Even if, if you, even if you just, even if, you know, for the sake of the, for the term fresh off the boat, if you're a brand new immigrant, you are, you are a rebellious person. You yeah. left where you came from to come here. You took the hard road. If you're a child of an immigrant, second, third generation American, even if you go all the way back, obviously, if you go back to the revolution, if your lineage goes back to the revolutionary mm-hmm. war, right? If you find yourself anywhere West of the Appalachian mountains, right? You pushed what your people pushed West, right? Your people established, you know, a life somewhere else. Okay. You're a descendant of somebody who, who, who questioned authority. Okay. You question so, the king yeah. and the queen. Yeah. And that's, and, that, and that's of any flavor, man. I mean it. Like, I'm serious. Like, if you, if you came here, you, you know, you're a descendant of somebody who, who, who pushed. Honor that, honor that legacy. You know, I don't know. You don't have to be docile. Sooner or later, you're going to tap into that and realize that, man, my great-grandfather, my great-grandmother or somebody uh, in my lineage, you know, fought and, 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 and risked it all to get me here. Yeah. Right? honor that, you know, and, uh, you're right about that ruling class thing. And I want to, I want to, uh, there's a metaphor here and I know some people are probably not necessarily going to like it because it's, it's got racial undertones and, and I don't mean this isn't a shot. And I, and I'm, I'm challenging, I'm challenging myself here how to say, I want to make sure I say it right, but there's an American culture, right? There's an American history of plantations and slavery, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I'm going to reference that. And, uh, and, and that's just, you know, I don't want to take anything away from, from, the people who were actually, you know, like your, the, the black slaves of, of, of modern or of, uh, of American history. Right. I don't, mm-hmm. this isn't, you know, it's not a shot at that. It's not a shot. Yeah. I'm not taking a shot at anybody. I don't try to be as respectful as possible, but um, we are on a plantation, right? We are tax cattle. We are tax slaves. We're debt slaves. The American dollar is debt. If you're using the American dollar, if you're paid your wages in the American dollar, you are paid in debt. That means you own that debt. That's you. You are a slave to that debt. Mm-hmm. And there is a ruling class. There is a plantation owner, right? There is a master to this plantation. Okay. Um, And there are the foremen out in the field, keeping us in order. Okay. If you're, if you're not a cop, you're not a foreman. Okay. Understand that. These were the people that lived among the slaves oftentimes or, 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 or in very near proximity to the slaves, you know, in history. And they kept order in the field. Okay. Who do you think the foremen are? We won't answer that for you, but just yeah. think about that. Think about that, right? Who do you think the plantation owners are? The ruling class. It doesn't matter if they're Democrats or Republicans or anything else, right? If they're in the ruling class. It doesn't even matter yeah. where they're from. No, no. And I'm not talking about skin color. I'm nope. not talking about racial stuff here. I'm, I'm, I'm using a metaphor from the American history that we are all very familiar with, okay? To show you that that that, that exists to this day. They've universalized slavery, Okay. Um, by putting it all on us. Okay. When you pay your income tax, you know, you're working for somebody else. You're working 
for the, for the benefit of somebody else when you pay an income tax. That is slavery, all right? And there are planta- there is a plantation owner, all right? So think about who that is and look around at your fellow slaves. Are these really the people that we have a problem with? Okay. It's not, it's, not the, it's not the slaves that we have a problem with. They just want us fighting amongst ourselves because it's easy to control. Yep. I really want people to wake up to that eventually. I can't wait for that to happen because when it does, it's over. And then when you tie in the problem, reaction, solution theory. Yeah. That, Talk about that. that. We, we might be seeing some of that right now. Um, so there's inconsistencies with, with what's going on with this. So... First of all, when you're having different videos, it's, it's all over YouTube, it's all over Twitter. Um, and I'm not saying it's true, I'm just saying there's enough evidence that would make you question what's actually happening, like, like we had mentioned before, when you get into false flags and, and crisis actors, and maybe, yep. maybe some dudes undercover that are, in, that are trying to flare things up a little bit more than they would normally be. Like there's pictures of, individuals in these protests that clearly have an earpiece so are so who would have an earpiece that's dressed in civilian clothes out in a crowd what are they doing i don't know man. why is that there why are there different videos different video angles from what took place that that don't match different cars you know the pictures shows a different car than the video shows so like it's weird why is that there so i'm not saying that it didn't happen the way we've seen it, but I'm saying there's enough stuff out there. If you go do your own research and look around, you'll realize, whoa, some of this stuff doesn't add up. So it makes you think, what about the guy that they caught on video coming out of the back of the auto zone, decked out in black with the face mask on with a black umbrella. And they tried to, they tried to approach him and he's pushing them off and, you know, say, get away from me. And then later on, you see other videos of him walking around with some of the protesters. And I think they're hitting a blunt or something and talking like they're buddies. There's enough stuff. I, I'm willing to say there, there's dudes undercover there that are that are flaring up the situation on purpose. And why yep. would that happen? Why would yep. why would why would they want these situations flared up? Because they want us fighting each other. They want the common folk, the regular people out there, the regular hardworking Americans, the blue collared Americans. They want us punching and fighting and scratching each other. Because, and then they're going to come in with with uh, with a solution, yes. you know, a, a government solution that 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 keeps us all safe from this, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's a Hungarian, Hungarian dialectic. It's the pr- problem, reaction, solution. There it is. That's something that. So let me ask you this: In your opinion, are these riots justified? This is this is an opinion, and we're not. This isn't a call to action. We're just having a conversation. You can in your own opinion. From, like I said earlier, I'm not going to go tear up a NATO zone or a Target but I'm also a 40 year old dude with a family. Um, if I was a 20 year old dude, I'm just might be out there. But um, like I said, wrong buildings, bros, wrong buildings. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I don't want to see anybody hurt. I don't want to see our country divided, but that's what we have. It's just the reality. And uh mm. It's going to be swirled around and stirred up. And like I said earlier, um, you, can only, you can only poke the, the hornet nest so many times before those hornets say, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't be fighting amongst ourselves. Maybe we should, we should go downrange to those that are, that are causing it. 
Mm. So I, I'm not going to go out and protest and, and, and tear stuff up. And it's just not me. I'm not doing it. And, and the, for those who are listening, that might be shame on me for not doing it, you know, but I'm just not, it's not me. It's not my character. I'm not doing that. We, we have a podcast bringing this stuff out. That's, that's how we're doing it. So, um, I guess, I don't know. What do you think? What's your opinion? Did I answer it? <laughs> yeah. So I'll tell you, I think, uh, I think there's, there's, there's a time we talked a little bit about, about, um, civil disobedience earlier. Okay. Uh, I think there's also a time for, um, the, the voices of those who aren't being listened to, to come out. And if this is an opportunity for some of those voices to be heard, okay. Um, remember we're, you know, I go back to being a descendant. We're descendants from, from rebellious people. Um, I mean, in the American Revolution, there was, there was, you know, what were the redcoats doing to the, yeah. to the, to the, to the men who broke off? Yeah, that come yeah. come to this great nation. Yeah, they were trying to control you. They were take, they were taking your gold. They were taking your silver. They were telling you what to do. They were killing you. Yeah, and and there was a, there was a the Boston Tea Party, right? There was that was a, um, and we look at that in in some ways as a, uh, as a kind of a moment where we where we woke up, or as at the they the nation kind of helped. I guess I should say the colonies kind of woke up a little bit to that. Um, was that a riot? No, but they had plenty of, they had plenty of those kinds of things during, during the revolutionary time in American history. I think there is a time for um, when enough is enough and the voices of the, of the people who are being silenced need to be heard. And, and uh, I'm not, I'm not going to advocate for, for a uh, burning down of private, you know, private property. Well, shoot, or even government property, but listen, man, I mean, it's it's time for people to pay attention to what law enforcement is doing in this country, um, and uh, you know if 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 that takes a, that takes a little bit. I mean, of I'm trying to be very careful how I say this because I know it's not going to be very popular with a lot of people, but um, it's a long pause, huh? It's a long pause. <laughs> I know, I know, so, I know. So is it justified? It's a, it's a touchy subject. That's well, why. It's, 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 is it justified? Uh, like you said, I'm not sure I'd, I'd do it. Um, I understand why it's being done, I guess I should say. And um, is, is Target, should Target be the part, the, you know, the, should the shopping centers be the, be the um, be, you know, is looting ever okay? I don't think looting is ever okay. No. Um, I'll tell you what, though. If you're if you're a capitalist, right, which I think you are, and I think I am, um, there's a big difference between a corporate entity and a sole proprietorship of a family. Mm -hmm. right? um, I'll lose a lot less sleep over Target being looted than I would. A, you know, a family-owned convenience. Uh, Uncle store. Jim Bob's yeah. uh, tackle shop over there. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and that's where we come into that that whole thing we said earlier about rooftop Koreans, right? With absolute mm -hmm. respect, and I mean that, and I mean that when I say that with absolute respect. Yeah. Um, these family-owned these these business owners in L.A. during the L.A. riots in '92, right, sat on top of their buildings with their guns, and they protected from from that from the rooftop their neighborhood, and um, 
while the rest of LA was burning and they were, they were looting different stores. So those people took ownership of their, of their, uh, you know, of their profit, private property and protected it. And, and that's the action that I, that I think is, is, is adequate in this type of situation. Um, you also have to think that there's, there's always these government and industry partnerships with why Walmart and Target get so big. Is it real? Are they really capitalists or are they corporatists when they get in their lobbyists and they, and they, uh, you know, in, in they put these, ba- you know, they, they lobby for laws that create ba- barriers to entry so people can't compete, you know, all that stuff. And they, and they swallow up small businesses when they move into a neighborhood. And, and, you know, I, I'm, look, I'm, I'm transparent. I shop at these yeah. places, man. I, I go course. there, you know, and, and I'm probably going to go to, go to Target at some point uh, this weekend to get some pellets for a, my son's pellet gun or something like yeah. that. Right. But, you know, okay, fine. But I'm not going to lose a lot of sleep over Target and, and AutoZone yeah. burning to the ground, right? Get in the zone. Yeah, but I'm not, you know, AutoZone. I'm not, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. I'm going to have a big problem with, even if it's, if it's, an, if it's a store I don't agree with, like, you know, like, uh, like Un- Uncle Jim's liquor store, right? I would never yeah. shop there because I don't drink. Yeah. But it's a private industry and, and it's somebody's private business that he's poured his life savings into, mm-hmm. you know? I'm willing I, to... I, f- I feel like we're in the middle of that. Yeah. yeah I, f- I feel like we're in the middle, in the middle of a multifaceted psyop, a psychological operation. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think 100%. it's, there's many levels to it. Yeah. And I think it's confusing on purpose. And I think it's meant to have the regular who's, folks at odds so, with each other. So who's behind it? Cause we'll sit here and we'll laugh, right? You and I, yeah, yeah. Uh, may, maybe, you know, sometimes we'll, you know, we talk to each other several times a week. Well, well, you got, you have the talking joking heads. about how stupid yeah. the government is, right? Like, and, yeah. and like how, how, how they are just so inefficient. So that's the question. It's like, these guys suck at the DMV, man, mm-hmm. right? They, the government sucks at everything it puts its hands on, right? Like it can't administer any of its programs without, you know, bloated bureaucracy getting in the way. Yeah. It can't, it's impossible. So you, my question you, is who's behind the PSYOP? Cause it's not well, your government. It's not the talking heads. It's not the puppets at behind the podium saying, we're going to make sure the COVID-19 deaths and you can't go out in the streets and blah, blah, blah. I'm just trying to have. They're part of the problem, but what, what's behind that? You know, what, how far up does this go? I don't know. I'm just trying I, to have consistency in the argument because you and I will both laugh audibly on purpose at some of the dumb stuff we see the, the local government here in Hawaii mm-hmm. do and the federal government at large, right? We will laugh. And justifiably so, because it's so stupid and bloated and 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 and, and just not good at anything. You, you know what's interesting? But they're good at this. Yeah, yeah. Behind it, I don't get you it. You know what? You know what an interesting concept would be? How about you just leave people alone? Oh, I know. And maybe yeah, they'll yeah. just work things out, and everything will continue to flow, yeah, and the market but, provides solutions to the issues that arise. Yeah. Maybe. But, maybe. <laughs> but there's no control in that, right? No. And that's and that's what they're into. So I just I mean it like. That's a genuine question I'm asking. Who's behind it? I, I don't disagree that this is maybe, you know, at the way these riots have, have, have spread across the country. Um, and again, like I, I, I'm, I'm watch, walking that fence line. I don't know if I agree with it or if it's justified or not. I, I, I believe some people have a voice that need to be heard that, that is obviously not being heard, which is why a lot of these places are burning. But um, who's behind it? The, I mean, and question. I mean, and I mean that the I don't trust the government is capable enough to be this good. Well, that's the thing. That's what's scary. It's so precise. It's so complex. It's yeah. executed in such a cerebral manner. 
that you know that whatever's behind it, it it's extremely intelligent. Yeah. The so so is it is it is it people in rooms that have billions and trillions of dollars? Is it beyond that? Is it freaking evil? You know what I mean? Is it the the spirit of evil that's manifesting itself in in the world because of whatever reason? I don't know. But I tell you what, if you can follow the symbolism and you can follow the the roots of where the money goes, you'll you might get a good idea. Mm. I don't know, man. I yeah. Uh, that's the biggest thing I got out of the whole thing. You know, I don't think it's what it's, I don't think it's what we think. I don't think it's what it's being portrayed as, right? I don't think it's, it's too, you know, I mean, there's, and there's all these things out there about who this, who this, um, this guy was, you know? Um, yeah. Well, well, the, so the cop that un- unjustly killed the, the black man. Yeah. George Floyd. Those guys, those guys used to work together. Yeah. A local restaurant there. And they interviewed the manager and she's like, yeah, it blew my mind. She said it on camera. It blew my mind. These two used to work together. Uh, one of the guys involved in that incident worked at this lady's establishment for like 17 years is what she said from her. You know, she said that. So these guys did know, they, they knew each other. No, I don't know if in the, in, you know, in the moment they, they were aware of that, but I mean, come on, dude, if, if you, if you were about to take me down cause you were a cop and I was, I was up to no good or, or, you you suspected me I as, you're take, sl- as you're slumming me to the ground unjustly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take you down, man. We're we're better than that. And you Thank can bet you. that I, right. and you can and you can bet that I wouldn't be a cop. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you would recognize me, is what I'm saying. Like so there, that's another one of those weird little things that manifests itself in this situation. Yeah. Like I don't know. I'm not saying go look at it, research it for yourself and don't follow the mainstream media. And why go, is why is Target why is Target stock rising after all this? Ah, uh, interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that's a meme. I gotta look. That's gotta be. I gotta look that up. Target stock. Yeah, it's up. It's up. That. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So yeah, dude. I just uh, I look at this and I go. I don't know. I I don't know what to believe, and. And uh, I think that's on purpose. That's on yeah. purpose. That's that's how complex and intelligent this is. But it's popping off around the country right now. That's for sure. It is. It is. All right, man. Are we missing anything on this one? What are we missing? Um, I don't know, but we 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 covered a lot of ground. Bro, it's up. It's up in the last hour. Target stock? Yeah. How, how up as in how much? Oh, well, it's up. It was uh it's trading at 200 it's I'm sorry, it's trading at 122.50 at uh I guess that's 4 p.m. Eastern. What time is it here? What about what about AutoZone? Um, I don't know. Let's go AutoZone. AutoZone stock is up also. Interesting. Oh no, it took a little bit of a dip. It was up early and then then took a little bit of a dip. So I don't know. It just seems weird. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. I'm just a guy. Either. It's just I'm just a guy. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, so with regard to the stuff that's going on with with these with these uh you know, these George Floyd riots, um, look, man, if you're a cop and you're listening to this, we're tired of it. And if you're if you're one of these good cops with quotes I have in the air, 
um, you have a responsibility to clean your house. We're tired of it. And uh, we're tired of the thin blue line. We're tired of you guys hiding behind that. Um, we want transparency. And, uh, and if you're out there burning the streets and rioting and losing your mind, man, I don't know. Maybe leave your phone at home. Yeah. And just face. remember, Pontius <laughs> Pilate was just doing his job. Yeah, exactly. So were all the guards at Nuremberg. Or so were all the guards in the, uh, you know, that was a defense at the Nuremberg trials for all those, uh, you know, SS guards at the different concentration camps. We were just doing, we were just following orders. Mm-hmm. That's not a justifiable, that's not a justifiable response. That's not a good defense. We won't take that. You are responsible for your own nonviolent action. And you are responsible for your violent action too. You're responsible for everything you do. It doesn't matter what clothes you're wearing, what tin badge you have on your chest, what costume you have on. None of that. All right, buddy. I think we're done. What do you think? I think we're good to go. All right, man. Covered it. Yeah. Hey, thanks. I'll go ahead and end the recording here. Thanks for listening, guys. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening to Unshackled Liberty. If you wanted to follow me on Twitter, I am at Q underscore abolitionist. Gumbo is at CryptoGumbo. Our show account is at Unshackled underscore L. If you like what you're hearing and you'd like to subscribe, please do so. Please give us a good rating. If you leave a good review at Apple Podcasts, we will read it on the next episode. If you want to leave us a voicemail to be included on the next show, and if it's funny and clean, we will do so. You can do that at anchor.fm slash unshackled liberty. You can also donate to help us create more content at anchor.fm slash unshackled liberty or at patreon.com slash unshackled liberty. We thank you for your time. We thank you for your listenership. We love each and every one of you. And don't forget to listen to all of the other shows on the frat.